This week, we saw the horrible images and stories from Israel and Gaza. And I know what you're thinking, who better to comment on it than Pete Davidson? (laughs) Well, in a lot of ways, I am a good person to talk about it because when I was seven years old, my dad was killed in a terrorist attack. So I know something about what that's like. I saw so many terrible pictures this week, children suffering, uh, Israeli children and Palestinian children. It took me back to a really horrible place. No one in this world deserves to suffer like that, you know, especially not kids. After my dad died, my mom tried uh, pretty much everything she could do to cheer me up. I remember one day when I was eight, she got me what she thought was a Disney movie, but it was actually the Eddie Murphy stand-up special, Delirious. (laughs) We played it in the car on the way home, and and when she heard the things Eddie Murphy was saying, uh, she tried to take it away. Then she noticed something. For the first time in a long time, I was laughing again. Sometimes comedy is really the only way forward through tragedy. You know, my heart is with everyone whose lives have been destroyed this week. But tonight, I'm going to do what I've always done in the face of tragedy, and that's try to be funny. Remember, I said try. (laughs) And live from New York, it's Saturday night. It was a cool October evening and things they started looking kind of spooky. We walked into the lobby packed with girls to see the Taylor Swift movie. It was hard to go in, we got mobbed by her fans cause they were dressed like her and I was the only man. Halloween is crazy with a bunch of Swifty girls like you. Swifties, Swifties. Everything's running smoothly. And this right here, it's your KC Show, baby. What's the word, Kansas City? A happy Monday to the KC morning. Who's on the show today, my friends? On the show today, he is one of your hosts of the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810 WHB Nate Bucati back on your KC Morning Show talking Chiefs, talking Sporting KC It's always good when Brother Bucati stops by the KC Morning Show Rate, review, subscribe, do that thing you do Kansas City, I love you You know this, back in your feeds tomorrow, it's a good day ain't it? It is a good day to be a Kansas City. Absolutely. We will see you in the morning. Bye. He do it. He has it. And the trophy belongs to Kansas City. The KC Morning Show. Sports. Let's
let's do a sports thing. He is one of the co-hosts of the Border Patrol on Sports Radio 810. He is our brother, Brother Bucati, my man. Welcome back to the show. Hartzell, it is always an energy giver just to hear your voice, my man. Hold on. Now, I can hear some maybe some outdoor sounds. <laughs> Nap sounds, we call them in radio. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. I'm at, a, I'm at a, an indie coffee shop in Overland Park, and I stepped outside because they're playing some uh, depressing alt-rock music inside right now, or coffee house music, and I didn't want that to bleed into your podcast. So, uh, out of respect, I stepped outside. I'm keeping an eye on my laptop because I don't trust these Overland Park coffee shop goers. I just... <laughs> I just want to know what a young Nate Bucati from the dot, Wyandotte County, what would what would that young Bucati be thinking of this pretentious Overland Park ass sipping mochas? I'm absolutely having a mocha too. I'm not going to lie. It's, it's delicious. It's chocolatey. You have asked a very existential question right now, uh, Hartzell. What, what would a young Wyandotte County based Nate Bucati say of the man I have become? <laughs> see our sports is more of a couch session on this show nate so you're feeling right in <laughs> well look i would say that for the most part he would uh he would be blown away first and foremost because you have met my wife and uh, that young man would never have believed that a woman like that would have ever chosen of her own free will to spend the rest of her life with a boy like me <laughs> career-wise he would be over the moon he would think wow man things turned out even better than i had ever hoped Yes, he would. He would. He would absolutely shake his head at uh, where I am standing right now as I talk to you on the phone. <laughs> and if he knew how much golf I played, oh Lord, help me! <laughs> my brother, how is Apple TV and the coverage of MLS going? Man, I'm having the time of my life. It's been the most exhilarating um, and exciting and rewarding professional year of my life. It's also been the most, in some ways, stressful, taxing, exhausting, and all that kind of wrapped into one. I have absolutely loved every second of this season it has flown by i think that when i get to finally call this sporting kansas city game on saturday which i'm incredibly excited to call because this will only be the second time this year that i will have been uh, fortunate enough to call a game for apple inside children's mercy park all year and what a big game it is i think that will be the 44th game i will have done this year for apple or fox that's been more than I expected. It's been a lot of games in a short period of time, which has meant that really you haven't hadn't really had a chance to sit back and, and reflect on any of it. You're just kind of constantly getting ready for the next game, which is how I like it. You know, it's been fun. It's been busy. Man, it's been great. It's hopefully going to just get better and better. I think this is the start of something special for MLS. If you allow me to pull back the curtain just a little bit, because I remember we were talking about this even before, before I think you were even in like the running to get one of those Apple TV spots, man. And you were very humble. I remember us talking about how you just take this thing literally, you know, one game at a time. You do your notes, you show up there, you basically try to be seen without making it look like you're trying to be seen. You shake hands <laughs> and you're not an asshole. And you know what? What a concept that gets rewarded, man. I love to see it. Well, I, I hope so. I don't take anything for granted after this year. You know, I hope I get invited back. I hope I keep getting to do it because there's one thing I will tell you is that I absolutely love it. This is exactly what I've always wanted to be play by play announcer and do it at the highest level. If, if humanly possible, I think the league is just headed into so many great places. And obviously the addition of Lionel Messi this year, I think is going to 
usher in an entire new era. And then with World Cup coming in three years from now to our hometown, no less, the next 30 years are going to be really special. And I want to be as big of a part of it as I possibly can. Absolutely. Hey, before we talk Chiefs, how you got this thing going on Saturday, man? This is probably going to be, for me personally, it's probably one of the most important games that I will have called in Children's Mercy Park since I've been there. On the verge of a historic turnaround, if we can make this playoff push. What do you think, Nate? Let's use this as an opportunity to sell this game to whatever portion of your audience might not be massive sporting fans already. What I would tell you is what what we have coming up on Saturday is Decision Day. Decision Day is how they branded in Major League Soccer for the last game of the regular season. And everybody in the Western Conference will kick off at the same time on Saturday evening. And that's important because there are all sorts of outcomes throughout the playoffs that are possible depending on the different results that could happen through the course of the game. Specific to our game, we have Sporting Kansas City versus Minnesota United, two teams that are level on points in the standings who are right now on the outside of the playoffs looking in. But if either one of those teams wins and gets a little bit of help just from one other team, and there's three other teams that could help them, then they will go to the playoffs. But both teams, in order for any of that to matter, Sporting Kansas City and Minnesota come into this game knowing they must win the game. So nobody's going to be playing for a draw. A draw doesn't get it done for Sporting. It doesn't get it done for Minnesota. So if you want to see two teams that are desperate and will do anything to win a game, this is that type of game. Adding to the drama, while that game is going on at the exact same time, there will be three other games in the Western Conference that have a bearing potentially on whether or not Sporting Kansas City make the playoffs. If any one of those three teams just does anything other than win, if they lose or draw any one of those three teams and Sporting wins, then they go to the playoffs. So everybody's going to be keeping an eye on those other three scores while watching this incredibly intense game where two teams are playing for their lives. Anytime a score changes in one of those other three games, there's going to be a murmur that you're going to hear start to spread throughout the audience in the stadium because everybody's going to be looking at their phones, checking the scores and all that. And of course, if you don't have tickets to come to the game at Children's Mercy Park and you watch it on TV, we're going to be covering that in real time for Apple TV and updating the live standings constantly as the day goes on, which is going to just make, I mean, it's just the best day. Whenever there are things like this happening, it's drama, it's excitement, it's fun. And hopefully sporting Kansas city, you know, they can get things done and pull out a win and uh, go to the playoffs. I can literally feel my heart rate increasing. The more and more (laughs) you kept with that answer, brother, I'm pumped. I can't wait. Let's talk Chiefs before I let you go refill your mocha. Wrapping up against (laughs) Denver on Thursday night. Taylor Swift, the mania is running wild. I'm so on board. Nate Bukati, your thoughts? Defense is damn good. Offense still trying to put it together. Can you line up in the slot maybe and uh, catch some passes, (laughs) Nate Bukati? (laughs) I don't want to, you know, brag too much, but you are talking to the 2015 (laughs) Chiefs Fantasy Camp MVP. All right. Caught a couple touchdown passes against Trent Green's team, so it's possible. But I'm also put a couple knee surgeries removed from that, so, you know, I'm not sure that I'm the guy that you want. I'm past my prime. My prime was never that primal. Uh, <laughs> do you want me to start with Taylor Swift, or do you want me to start with the wide receivers? Where are we going here? Which one moves you more? <laughs> I don't care what anybody says. I'm all about this. T-Swizzle, Travis Kelsey, Whatever we're calling, I think we're going couple. trailer. I'm going trailer with that. it, Nate. I do. I will say that. I, I hate that. You don't like that. One? I hate that. Back up the trailer. The Nate. connotation. I don't like the connotation of putting like the biggest celebrity couple that Kansas City's ever had 
in a trailer together. <laughs> that's not yeah, new Casey. That's, that's old Casey, Nate. <laughs> that's not how we roll in this town. I'm sipping coffee at a fancy coffee shop. <laughs> <laughs> you of all people should know this. <laughs> and maybe Taylor Swift makes a cameo uh, here very, very soon. Winning like this, I mean, there are now no longer any undefeated teams in the league. I think right? we still stand up top, the best team in the AFC. We got Chargers coming up on Sunday. They're like in everybody's perpetual top list, and they always end up doing what the Chargers do. So you worried? No, not at all. Not even a little bit. I mean, look, when the team gets to the playoffs, which we know they're going to go to the playoffs, right? Of course, every one of those games is a losable game because the NFL is the NFL. There's parity in the league for a reason. All of the rules are set up to make sure that no one team can be perfect across the board and spend however much money they want on their roster, right? So every team's got to have some weaknesses. They got to have some issues that make them vulnerable to other good teams. So once they get to the playoffs, I'm not going to sit here and guarantee you that the Chiefs go to the Super Bowl, but they have just as good of a chance, if not better, than anybody else in the league. We've had a lot of people complaining to us about the way the Chiefs win games, which I feel like we've been doing this on repeat for the past two or three seasons, ever since Patrick Mahomes got the Chiefs to the first Super Bowl. People think the Chiefs ought to just blow everybody out by 20, 25 points. That is not how the NFL works. Here's my analogy for you, Hartzell. Back in my KCK days, <laughs> when I was growing up, we used to play pickup basketball at the YMCA on Minnesota Avenue. I think it was 6th or 7th Street. I'm trying to remember. Anyway, we would play pickup basketball there all the time. And there were some old school dudes there that played over their lunch hour, and they won every game. Now, they didn't win every game 10 nothing. They let you hang in the game. You know, they tried just hard enough to get to 10 points before you did. And then you had to sit down and wait for your next turn to play, right? They let you feel like you were in the game. <laughs> they were just on a governor. just like, we're just going to play just hard enough to keep winning so we never have to give up the court. That's what I see when I watch the Kansas City Chiefs. They do enough to win the game. Now, they didn't have Travis Kelsey and Chris Jones, and they didn't have any wide receivers that wanted to catch a pass in the first game of the season. They still almost won that game. They'll lose a couple games this year because it's the NFL. But for the most part, they're going to do exactly what they did against the Denver Broncos. They controlled that game. People can say whatever they want. They moved the ball up and down the field. They didn't get into the end zone as many times as we wanted to, but they scored enough to win, and they knew that that Broncos team was never a threat offensively. They did enough to win the game. And the Chiefs have been stacking up wins that people find unimpressive for about five years straight now, really ever since Andy Reid got here. So now, man, I'm not worried. Yes, do they have some issues on the roster? Of course, because it's the NFL. They don't allow you to keep Tyreek Hill and Chris Jones and Travis Kelsey and Patrick Mahomes. you got to trade some guys. you got to make some moves. Those young wide receivers, I believe, will get better and better because that's one thing we've seen under the Kansas City Chiefs and Andy Reid as a head coach. I think the defense will even continue to improve as the year goes on. Good Lord willing, no injuries happen. They're going to probably have an injury or two because that happens as well. But no, I'm not worried about this team. They're going to the playoffs. When they get to the playoffs, they're good enough to beat everybody else. What do you think? Frank Clark coming back? Nicole Hartman coming back? If you can get them both for like under two mil, I mean, I feel like you're playing with house money at that point. 100%. If you can fit them under the salary cap, I personally think that Nicole Hartman, and I've never been the biggest champion to him, but I think he could be the bigger impact than even Frank Clark because he knows the offensive wide receiver. And I think he could step right in, you know, because one of the big challenges I think these young receivers are having is they don't understand the offense as well as they need to. It's very complicated. There's a lot to know when you're playing wide receiver for Andy Reid. And he already knows that. So he could fit right in. I think that would be a good addition. Frank Clark, everybody in the locker room loves him. He's got personality. He's got an attitude. He's got an edge to him. I don't think they need him that bad on defense. But if they can get him for cheap, it never hurts to have him in the locker room. And he might be able to make some plays off the bench. So why not? Let's go. Let's get the band back together, Hartson.
Brother, why don't you first plug these handles? Where can folks find you? The floor is yours. Um, let's see. I don't know, man. I'm on social media. <laughs> I think it's Nate underscore Bucati on Twitter or X, right. whatever that's we're calling that thing that now. Right. At Nate Bucati on Twitter, Instagram, all that stuff. I don't know, man. I can't remember where I'm at. You can find me. You can watch on Saturday night on Apple TV on the MLS season pass when we're calling the Sporting Kansas City game versus Minnesota United. It's me and former Kansas City Wizard great Tony Miola calling the game too, which will be exciting. Both y'all's chemistry just from game one until now. It's been great, man. I'm pulling for you. I'm hoping that they let you run this thing back next year, brother. Also, tell these folks where they can hear you every weekday morning. 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. on Sports Radio 810 WHB. You can get it on the app, too, so you can stream us from anywhere in the world on the 810 WHB app. Me and Stephen St. John every Monday through Friday, 6 a.m. to 10 a.m. in Hartsville. I cannot wait to share a libation or two with you after the game on Saturday, my man. We will be cheersing all the victory brews before I actually let you go. Uh, have they named a mocha after you in the last 15 I minutes? I think of... I see somebody eyeing my computer right now, though, so keep their hands off. Your breath is sweet and weak, your eyes are high, your L's in the sky. Your back is straight, your head is smooth on the pillow as you lie. Oh, oh, oh.